gotta get comfortable. Hey, Marcus. Yeah. Do you like movies? Yes, I do. Do you like Do you like um, chairs that massage you? No, actually, I don't. You don't like massaging chairs? Nope. Why not? Just feels uncomfortable. I don't like being touched by unfamiliar things, period, so. So you don't like massages or massage chairs? I've never had a massage in my life, which it's, sounds weird. I, I literally have not. That is weird. It's yeah. very good for your fascia. That's what I hear. Ha- yeah, and you you won't give me handshakes or hugs. It's very strange. I shook your hand when I saw you today, but hu- yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe that's I not that's not true. Hugs. You're like not. No, nah, I'm not with that. Every Why are you time lying? I- <laughs> Every time I try to shake your hand, you're like you're like chill. He's chill. lying. You're like I don't like this. Like I don't give handshakes to my friends. <laughs> that's weird. That's some Thomas Vinterberg shit. Speaking of, there's a. There's a DVD down here in this basement with your name on it. I just got to find it. It says Scott Thorough? Yeah. Called It's All About Scott Thorough. Huh. And Tume just sent us a funny I know, I saw when I was walking down text. here. I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, but nah, that's not for you guys. Let's do some housekeeping. Let's read some read some emails. Do it. And then talk in my mails. Do it. I'm going to check my mails. I'll be in my mails next week. Yes. <laughs> um you got to you got to see if she'll be on our podcasts. I will. That her being Claire to me. We might bump into each other at TIFF maybe we can. Hey, hey man, will you be on our podcast, man? Um you'll have to Skype me in. Well, of course, goes without saying. Um or also, yeah, we got to get Alice uh we'll get Alice to Skype in too cuz she's I've been telling you yeah, to to, yeah. to send her an email. To She's her. also very busy, but we'll, uh, we'll we'll be in touch. Which one's Alice? Nanette. Yes. Oh, I meant I meant uh, Lissy. Oh, Lissy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, shout out to Lissy. She's the best. Lissy Russell. You're my you're my third celestial aunt, and I hope you're well. Um, and also, yeah, you gotta check out see if John Lurie still wants to be on our podcast. Yeah. Just have to catch him on a non-cranky day. Look, you look. If you caught me on a non-cranky day, that'd be next leap year. I'm saying I'm cranky. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, so Anthony Philippone mm-hmm. <clears throat> says, "Hey, Scott and Marcus, just wanted to wanted you to know, I L Y. Oh, I love you guys. Keep up the good work. Nice. Thanks, Anthony Thanks, Philippone." I started reading Pinland Empire my freshman year of college in 2014. Wow. So that means you're, awesome. you're young. You're a young fella. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Look, you're the future. Young people are the future. And it has turned me on to several great directors. Oh, that's great. Glad <laughs> Marcus shares the same love of Rick Alverson and John Cassavetes as me. There you go. Two of the, two of the, one of the greats and another one who may someday be a great. I mean, he does. You know, I just want to say, Anthony Philippone, um, I am a fan of Rick Alverson and John Cassavetes, but I'm just not as well versed about either of them as Marcus is. I also really, really, really like the Nick Cassavetes film. She's so lovely. Yeah, she's so lovely. Written by written written by his father, John yeah. Cassavetes. Yeah. And I also like the song What's Your Take on Cassavetes? You know that song? No. Seriously? No. Serious? Yeah. What's your take on Cassavetes? What's your take on Cassavetes? Was that Fugazi or something? No. Oh. What do you what do you think Ian Mackay's view on do you think Ian Mackay likes um John Cassavetes? He could. Similar spirit, the, the the punk spirit. Do you think? Do you? I'm, go on. It could, you know, totally. You ever heard a song by La Tigra? Oh yes, yes. Yeah, you know, what's your take on? So you have heard of the song? Yes, I have. That yeah, absolutely. I just forgot for a second. Have you heard? Of, how could you forget about the band La Tigra? Seminal. I like them, but like kind of easily at the same time. No disrespect, but <laughs> disrespect. There's a sem. You know what? I'm not going to play this song. There's there's song. could be true. They're a seminal electro clash band. They are uh, he- headed by Daryl Hannah. Definitely Daryl Hannah. 
who's now married to Neil Young. Definitely. No, what what's her name from L from you know, the Riot Girl. Well, obviously, or girl. Yeah. Oh, Hannah. Oh, what the? Oh, that, there's a really good documentary about her. Oh, that's we do this true. too much on the show. What, well, we've what got is that? Handy. Forget that. Like, what's the name? Like, there were a couple of comments about Jonathan Hawks. And I picture from the last episode going, Jonathan Hawks. Like, listening. Like, who who had who made comments about not, Jonathan Hawks? Not like Hawks? bad Hawks, but it was, it was bad Hawks. Bad comments, but just like there were a few where it was just like one just wrote Jonathan Hawks. Someone else was like, yeah, Jonathan Hawks, great actor. Like, that that was a nice one, but I could just tell, like, all people were annoyed. <clears throat> On the Me and You and Everyone We Know episode. Well, obviously, I'm joking that Daryl Hannah is lead singer of La Tigra. Yeah. Uh, if anyone thinks that I actually think that actress Daryl Hannah is... Like, come on. That's crazy. No, I meant... Daryl Hall. I meant Kathleen... <laughs> Daryl Hall. Kathleen of Hannah. Kathleen Hannah. There, there is a nice documentary about her and yeah. uh, her husband, the second best Beastie Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <clears throat> you can y- y'all can guess who 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 the second best Beastie Boy is. Speak, uh, I can also of, tell you that the first best Beastie Boy passed away. Sure. Funny. Speaking of good music documentaries, when I was in Montreal last week, I saw the Grace Jones, uh, the new Grace Jones documentary. Yeah, it's really good. And what I like most about it is that a lot of it, a good amount of it, is just in the studio, her recording, like, her last album. And it was, because she recorded it with Sly and Robbie. And, like, there's, like, shots of them using, not even a Renaissance, but, like, an MPC 3000. Like, in this, like, grimy Jamaican studio. And he's just banging away, like, sounds on the pads. It was really, really dope. That's so fire. Yeah, yeah. Like, the sound, the, the sound mixing on it is good. Like, any, I don't know, like, have you seen All Tomorrow's Parties? Uh, the documentary about that festival. Parties. Yes, that song's in it. I would hope so. <clears throat> I have. I don't right. watch. A, it isn't. No, but this isn't like a document. It's like just like a. It's. It's. I like to call it a music. Uh, like like a a doc a concert documentary. And it's I, just I, like Jizza, Sonic Youth. I uh, haven't. I haven't seen uh, so it. many people. It's good. But I like Sly and Robbie. I like Grace Jones. I like Conan too. Mm-hmm. I think. Right. I think. Um, you know, Grace Jones sh- doesn't get the love that she deserves. This is true. Um, yeah. And Anthony says, <laughs> Scott, I agree with you. Fuck salons, LOL, except welcome to the dollhouse. Anthony from KY. Fair enough. Fair enough. Welcome to the dollhouse is, is his best film, I think. I think one part of storytelling is his best movie. Ooh, which one? The good one. We ta- We good. talked about this last week. We went into detail about this. We went into as much detail about storytelling as we did me and you and everyone we know. You know, I don't give you this much of a hard time when you forget stuff that I said two minutes ago. I just want to point that out. How often do I forget stuff two minutes Qu- ago? Quite a bit. Quite a bit? How but often? But it doesn't bother me. When does this happen? Anyway. I would like, I would like... No, it's true, regularly. But then you say, it's like, I don't know, I have a bad memory. You say that. So I lay off. Until the roles are reversed. You're you're starting our first in-on-air kerfuffle. Not really, I I don't care about it. If if you don't care about it, then why'd you you bring it up? To to keep the the podcast going. To give people stuff to listen to. Banter. I know. I bet people would listen. I bet they want us to fight so they get rid of me, and it's just the Marcus podcast. No, then it's, I just go back to devoting. My, well, I've tried just just Penland Empire. You've tried. Qu- you've again. tried quitting the podcast. No, what did I say? You said I'll go back to, or I've tried. That's what you just said. I've tried. Oh, I meant. Oh, I cut myself off. So yeah, I've been trying. While I do stuff on Penland Empire still weekly. I'm trying to still get my back. I, I, I like I always say. I try to write two, two and a half, three months advance. So sometimes when I hit a wall, I don't. I, I'm not pressured to write anything. But uh, so I guess what I was starting to say. I've been trying to get better at writing a lot more to have like my back catalog up, which you know, it's kind of good. I'm, I'm all written up into like in, into some point in August. Um, do I forget so. things a lot? Hmm. Do I, do I really forget things a lot? Yes, but you say it. You acknowledge it. I don't understand. Yeah. It's not a criticism. Like, you say it. Yeah, I have memory problems. 
Yeah. I'm working on it. That's fine. <laughs> Next week, we're having Carlo and Bill Scurry on. All right. Yeah. Nice. We're going to watch this film, The Ice Rink. Oh, okay. With uh, Bruce Campbell. Yeah. No, I've seen it. Have you? Yeah. I, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's pretty good. It's kind of yeah. wacky. Oh, awesome. I like wacky films. I think it's, it's French. It's a wacky art house movie. Oh, wacky <laughs> wacky art house when good is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, okay. So Doug Fry says with the subject rap. Hi, Marcus. Hi, Scott. I've learned a lot about hip hop from your podcast, Zebras in America. You speak rarely of Andrew Lloyd Webster, though. So I'm curious about your opinions on rap the musical. Link. If this extends through the whole podcast, I'll cash app you ten bucks. Thanks in advance, Doug. Well, Doug, I, I I I have a feeling that you're linking us to Rap the Musical from the show Mr. Show. Yeah. And I I I won't do a whole episode about that. Even though I love Mr. Show. No man, any money we can get, we can. It's not. Think about the structure of our podcast. Like, we could literally just say, hey, this is about rap musical, and then we'll be talking about other stuff for an hour. So so that's definitely a future endeavor. All right, we'll put it on the short list. I do want to say that, uh, fun fact, I used a song by, by Andrew Lloyd Webber from Phantom of the Opera to get into LaGuardia High School of Music and Art. I sang a song from there. Oh, wow. And they, yeah. So I do know about Andrew Lloyd Webber, uh... And I do know about Rap the Musical from Mr. Show. And speaking of Mr. Show, let's talk about movies. I saw a movie. I saw many movies this week. Mm-hmm. I saw Ant-Man on Friday. Nice. I saw Sorry to Bother You on Saturday. Okay. I saw The Ritual Saturday night. Okay. And and I time-traveled on Sunday. Right. But I can't. I can't talk about... The time traveling thing. Mm-hmm. I have a lot written. I'll show you. I have see. a lot written about Sorry to Bother You, but I want to wait <coughs> till you've seen Sorry to Bother You to really go into all of this stuff. Okay. I'm happy that the first uh, spoiler alert that you you really really like it, and it's the first like personal review that I've got. Like you know, like firsthand, like oh, it's really good. Cause I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm like. I guess I'm kind of worried. I just want it to be good. Well, this little... is well, this is what I'm gonna say, and mm-hmm. I'm, and I'll say more about it. Hope probably, probably. Well, next week we're we're meeting with the guys, so maybe in two weeks we'll talk about. Sorry to bother you. Is okay. that cool? That's absolutely cool. Is that? It's a great first film. <clears throat> okay. So and but it's also a first film, so it's. Anyone that tells you it's a perfect movie just has this idea that good things have to be perfect mm. and yeah. that good yeah, things yeah. can't be flawed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the people who will go back and say that there's there's not one mediocre song on Elmatic or not one bad song on Equemini or the and these are genre defining great records, right? Yeah. And yeah, there's there's songs that aren't as brilliant as every other song on Ilmatic. The views expressed right now are Scots only. Just have to say that. I'm not <laughs> saying that Ilmatic's a bad record. It's a no, it's no. a it's a brilliant record. I'm just I'm responding to your. I'm not. You think every song on Ilmatic is perfect? Yes. Okay. Well, I disagree. That's that's you know, <clears throat> it's our podcast. I just you know we do have a lot of the same thoughts. I, but that's something I'm very strong about. I don't want to get uh, grouped in with that. Aquamanai, I guess I kind of believe. Aquamanai has two songs that are like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So this this movie is like, if you've been listening to The Coup for 20 years or so, which I have been, the mo- the humor, the movie's humor won't be a surprise. <clears throat> I just I just love when people who are listen, who love this movie go back and listen to his records and listen to skits about him talking about peeing on the grave of George Washington nice. and pro-sex work songs in the late 90s or him being sampled by E-40 in 1993. Right. Well, that's around the time when I discovered uh, their music. I was sleeping over my friend, my friend Alex Pilowetsi, probably one of the funniest uh, human beings Oh, I've just known for a second, ever. he was in the group The Coup. He's still in the group The Coup. 
Yeah. Pam the Funkstress, rest, rest in, in peace, peace, who was his DJ. Yeah. When I uh, slept over his house, he put me on to, uh, yeah, it was the... Um, the Landlord record? Yeah, uh, Kill My Landlord. Kill More Landlord. And, um, he's, he's... The thing also that I've always loved, I was having this conversation with a friend yesterday, the thing I've also always loved about Boots Riley, specifically director of Sorry to Bother You and lead rapper in the coup, is that... <clears throat> This isn't across the board, but when it comes to like political rap, sometimes political rappers aren't very good. Not gonna name names. I think you specifically, Scott, and others might know a couple of obvious ones. But he's outside of the political stuff. I like mean, he has the ability him, to rap really well. He's one of the best storytellers. Well, me and Jesus, the him, pimp in the Seventy Nine Granada, is one of my favorite songs. Him ever. and Paris are probably the best <clears throat> political rappers of that time. Sure, Chuck D being the, being yes. a, a close third. Yes. I think Boots Riley's the best political rapper of all time. Yeah, oh, without question. Then when the 2000s came, there were some not so good political rappers. Some still active. Well, now you're now you're now it's like anyone could sort of pinpoint who you're talking about. Cuz who? Who could it possibly be? You know, they did a record with the Outlaws that was actually pretty good. Hmm? Maybe I don't know about this. Who you talking about Dead Press? That's who I thought you were talking about. Well, them and others. I thought you were talking. I thought you were throwing throwing some digs at the. D- no, I, I kind of am. I respect their hustle, but um, there's also another blaring one who has a hard time rapping on beat. Some guy. I'll bleep it out. We have to. I don't. You have to bleep it out. No, because I'm gonna bleep out what I'm about to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, say it. Oh, because because I don't really consider him when I think of rappers. <laughs> Shit. That's staying in. Don't care. See what happens, Doug? You get us talking about uh, rap music. Yeah. Don't don't listen to most. <laughs> I'm not a Doug son. My name is Plug One. I got the certified rhymes for him and her. Google that. That's a good record. That's one of the best songs on on a on a record that has half good songs. <clears throat> yeah. Wait. What? What album? You don't know what I'm okay. saying about? I'm. Z- Oh, uh, there's De La Soul, Artificial Intelligence, Part 1. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Dance With Me, that's my favorite flip of Marvin Gaye's After the Dance. That's fair. Yeah. And then the song right after, Copa, Cabana, that, that's a really good song, too. But yeah, it's not as classic I, I th- as the previous. I think Bionics doesn't get nearly enough love. True. There's some good records on there. There's some, there's some good JD cuts on there. Sure. Uh, yeah, some really. Uh, they did some really cool stuff. Yeah. And so, all right, sorry to bother you. Mm-hmm. I really like it because it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's dirty. Mm. Tessa Thompson is so bad in that movie. Mm-hmm. Bad meaning good, of course. Yeah. The Run DMC bad. Yeah. <clears throat> can, I, can I do a light spoiler? Sure. There's a scene where she does some, like, Maria Abramovich shit, mm-hmm. where she wears this amazing, like, bikini made of just mi- black middle fingers. Well, that's in the... Um trailer i don't watch trailers no i'm just saying it for the listeners who like are you spoiling it's in the trailer most people watch trailers okay and then she starts performing a monologue from the film the last dragon and has and has people throw cell phones at her and water maria 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 yeah she she that's like stuck like like thorns and flowers into her and shit it was really fucked up and then what's his face shia labeouf tried to copy that and then uh, he he got assaulted, which is that that is yeah, fucked up. <clears throat> he's That's copied lots cool. of things, raps on his own movies. Although he stole that from R. Kelly, who's terrible. So that I don't really care too much about. But yeah, about steals. Yeah, he even steals people's apologies for stealing, <laughs> which is kind of brilliant. That's the mm-hmm. only thing I like right. about him. Mm-hmm. And I guess that he tried to bring Cage to a broader audience, but. He was going to play Cage in a movie, which would have been great. Did he? Do you remember that video with Cage and Kid Cudi where they're redoing Wag the Dog? No, it's not Man, Bites, Man Dog. Bites Dog. Yes, I do. Excuse me. It would have <clears> been <throat> funny if they remade the movie Wag the Dog with Cage and Kid. Absolutely, yeah. That's what they should have done. Except yeah. rappers are very serious. Yeah, they are. Because I did not really care for that video. I actually thought it was kind of cool. I guess. Kid Cudi's one of my favorite rappers. I've mm-hmm. I've I've decided recently. I know we've listed our favorite rappers on the show before, but the nice thing about favorites is that it can change. And right now, 
I'm really, I'm really attached to his music lately. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be so funny if him and Cage did a remake of Wag the Dog. Yeah. Who directed Wag the Dog? Levinson. That's what I thought, Barry yeah. Levinson. Mm-hmm. I call him B-Lev. B-Levs. Um, <clears throat> Doug, you should check out um, Yeshua the Poe-D. <laughs> I mean, it's a great album. I'm just picturing Doug listening to that. <laughs> I don't know Doug. I no, don't. Doug likes. Um, he's like a they might be giants kind of guy. Funny story. Uh, I used to grow. I think Doug. I'm sorry if I missed. No, you like they might be giants. So I grew up. I grew up a fucking screw up. What's that from, Doug? Google that. <laughs> sorry, if that sounded aggressive. I apologize. Um. I'm gonna go to hell because I'm anyway. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Well, so when I grew up, my friend, who who I used to be friends with, we'd go over to his house. We'd cut school and go over to his house to listen to rap records mm-hmm. and smoke blunts. And his next door neighbor was one of the dudes from They Might Be Giants. Oh no way! That's awesome. And we'd be like, <clears throat> and we just really knew the songs from Tiny Tunes. Nice. And because Max. Yeah. That's all I remember. Montana Max would be a hard rap name. Yeah, it actually would. Like, if you were, like, yeah, on some supervillain shit. Yeah. If Ghostface's son decides to rap, he should call himself Montana Max. <clears throat> Let me tell you what I love. You know all the, like, the Wu-Tang uh, children are, like... All, not, well, not they're all. They're all rap. Like, they they, all there's are, quite like, a few cool. rappers. Like, Old Dirty Bastard's son was um, arrested... This is like a couple years ago. Young Dirty Bastard? Yeah, and, and Ghostface's son bailed him out of jail. There was that the money. There was that one record, I think was was that on a Lord Jamar record? Mm-hmm. Where it was Lord Jamar's son, the genius's Jizz's son. son. Yeah. That was awesome. Well, Jesus' son's been rapping for a minute since um Big Pun's kid can the, rap. The second pro to, uh, that's an under, that's an understatement. Understatement. I mean case on I was the believe I believe it was beast. on on this podcast where 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 you where i revealed to you you didn't really believe that cory guns was peter guns's son i still don't it's been on love and hip-hop i think i i've been known to be in the room when love and hip-hop was on in the past <laughs> not that i watched or paid attention cory guns cory guns is one of the better <clears throat> rap children he was supposed to originally was going to be like the fifth slaughterhouse but that didn't work out. No, it's true. Like the original Slaughterhouse song, he was on it. But there was also another person on the original Slaughterhouse song. Yeah, and, that's true. And that's true. He, I'm sure that dude's not happy. And the that's fact true. that I don't remember his name, Ransom. It was Ransom. Wasn't yeah, it? I feel like I think it would so. be. I feel like it. I feel uh, like may, 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 maybe not. Don't quote us on it. Doesn't matter. No, well, you said people were very upset that we forgot about Guy Hawks. <laughs> Guy Fox, you mean? Right, Guy Fox. Yeah. So what I want to say about Sorry to Bother You is, one, any movie that references The Last Dragon is good in my book. Okay. And I think the film... My only... I think the thing is is that people have been giving it cult film status before seeing the film, which which does a film a disservice. Yes. So they're expecting this certain thing. Yep. And a friend of the show, Shaka King, Mm -hmm. uh, who's been on the show, Mm -hmm. we were talking, and he, he had seen the movie twice. And he said that the second time he saw it, there was someone behind him that said, "This is weird." A thousand times during the record during mm. the movie, mm. and the movie <laughs> the movie is really weird. Okay. And I will say that it, that it's got like a a Repo Man meets Idiocracy meets Spook who sat by the door Jesus sort of vibe. Christ. But those three movies, great ass movies, not perfect movies. They have flaws. Most, just about every movie has flaws. And there's there's a twist where you're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm going to ride for this movie because if you've listened to this podcast, you know how much I hate capitalism and how much I love unions. And this film is the most pro-union movie I've seen since Hoffa. Wow. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I'm looking forward with, to it. With a different ending. Sure. The ending is different than Hoffa. He doesn't get killed and buried in Giant Stadium, even though it doesn't happen in Hoffa. No, we don't. We don't know what happened to Hoffa. Yeah. Though they say he's buried underneath the stadium. 
that used to be a thing to harder than Hoffa. To our before. younger to our younger listeners like uh, Mr. Philippone, like do you did you grow up hearing that stuff like where's where's Hoffa buried or these certain certain you know callbacks to pop culture like do you know it without googling it do you know what the TV show Taxi is? <clears throat> and this isn't a judgment. It's not a judgment by any means because my parents would talk to me about Dallas or something yeah, with something. TV's Patrick Duffy, and I wouldn't know what what they were talking about. Or Falcon Crest is a better example because I did know what what Dallas Dallas that was the one with TV, TV's Patrick Duffy. Yeah, who's also I think the I'm lo- more familiar with Step by Step, Patrick Duffy. You and I both are familiar with with Step by Step because. Of that awesome story where you, that you told a few weeks ago because of Sasha yeah. from Kickboxer, the sequel series, the first the Kickboxer first kicker, sequel, kickboxer the, two. the first Kickboxer two, <clears throat> Kickboxer three, Kickboxer four, and Kickboxer five. Yeah. There's going to be a third Kickboxer yeah. in the new Kickboxer mm-hmm. franchise. That's going to be that's going to be the bookend. Nice. And I hope I, I just I just love I love that they're still making straight to DVD movies. Yeah, they're really. I mean, they're overlooked, but not. I guess not as much anymore because you can stream now. Like, there's a whole like ne- there's a whole just market of like direct to Netflix, bad photoshopped, yeah art. Well, do you remember that? Do you remember that that Jimon Hansu MMA movie that came out a couple years ago? No, serious. Talk about never back down. Never back down. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. There are two awesome sequels with Michael yeah, J. White. No, yeah, yeah. You know who you know, that I've paid for. I want to yeah, point out that. Yeah. I pay to because for whatever reason these movies aren't on Netflix and Amazon, mm-hmm. which I think is a a weird move. Mm-hmm. Why isn't Skin Trade or Kickboxer Redemption or any yeah, of these? Why aren't? Because you would think that people would want to people would want these movies to be seen more. I do love. Do you ever read direct to DVD action film blogs? Uh technically, yeah. It's the same guy I mentioned before, Vern. I've been Vern reading him. I like Ver- I like great. Vern. <clears throat> it's great. I was gonna. I was saying earlier though. Um, Sorry to interrupt you. No. Nah, oh wait, I almost lost my chair. Oh, just the only thing about Never Back Down. It's weird that that was written and directed by Dito Montiel, the guy that Shia LaBeouf plays in A Guide to Recognizing Your Saints, who actually wrote. Oh well, well, he wrote and directed that movie too. But it's just like weird. Really? Represent? Yeah. Yeah. His his career path has been weird. Sure. That dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guide to Rest- Recognizing Your Saints is a weird movie. Yeah, that's all I'll say about. <clears throat> yeah, you don't you don't like that movie so much. I don't hate it, but I'm also just like meh. <clears throat> I think but but I, any movie that's like shot in and is also about queens will always have like a special place in my heart. I don't know. For me, just because something happened. I guess because thing, less things happen in Queens as they happen in Brooklyn. Something happening in Brooklyn isn't going to be why I like something. Yeah. Like, most amazing. most of my favorite rappers aren't from Brooklyn. Word? Someone on Instagram was like, what's your favorite borough rappers come from? And I was like, Long Island or, or Atlanta. See, I was going to say, well, Long, it's, if my Long top Island, three. Long Island, Atlanta, Oakland. Long Island, Queens... I don't want to say all of California because that's not fair. So I'll say I will, I will okay, say, then California, I'll say fine, California. If that's the case. Because, yeah, bus driver, Saphir. Um, yeah. E-40, um, mm. Gift of Gab is one of my favorite rappers. Sure. He's from, he's from so- SoCal. Mm-hmm. All of Hyro, all of, all of which, is, which is both South and, and North California. Who's from Southern California in Hyro? Isn't Dell from South California? Hell no. no. Oakland all day. Oakland. Yeah. I, I was All just, the like casual souls, dump, like the main well, dude. Well, that's of course casual town business. Yeah, that's real town business. Oh, Mr. born and raised in Oakland. Mister Fab had a hilarious. Mister Fab had a hilarious cameo in. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. In to, sorry to, to bother you. Yeah. I also saw um, Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Tell us. And Game Night. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm very happy. I'm happy you saw Game Night. So I finally have comedy movies this year that I liked. Right. Well, well, popcorn comedy movies mm-hmm. because Sorry to Bother You is certainly a comedy movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, Game Night, 
game night. What did you think of it? I really, 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 really liked it. Um, let's see. I thought, so the, the highlights of the movie, it's not so much the ongoing Denzel Washington joke, but it's the black dude from um, New Girl who does his Denzel Washington impression kind of out of nowhere. Sometimes it's funny. And, you know, uh, uh, little C Philip Seymour Hoffman, the police officer ne next door. Having some friends over tonight. Having friends over for a game night. Like, just the way he talks is really funny. Yeah, so it's about these dudes that, that have game night. And this one dude who was the evil dude from Breaking Bad. Yeah, Todd. Todd got disinvited when his wife broke up with him. And Rachel McAdams in it. She's yeah. she's she's very beautiful. Yep. I really liked her in the better season of True Detective. Mm. That's season two, by the way. Looking forward to season three. Marshala Ali. It's yeah. gonna be take take place in the Ozarks. Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali. It's gonna be I don't know he's the only cast member that's been given out. Which I kinda like that. I I, also, I like not knowing what to expect. He's also the only <clears throat> cast member who was in the high was who was in Hyro Crew? He wasn't. He just did a song with them. No, he, he did a record Hyrule. on Hyro Imperium. See, that's uh, yeah. See, I'm again. I'm like a traditionalist. I just think of like the once they became a record label, because guys like who's the dude from the first Handsome Boy Modeling School album that had like the Water Drip sample song. This is Water World for those that know me. This is Water E something. Anyway. He was on High Road. Like, I just look at the guy, like, who originally formed it. Like, but that was when it was No, because OC's on High Road Emporium. And, he, and he's not High Road, I consider, though. I consider, no, if, we have I consider him High Road. He's digging in the crates. Come uh, on, now. You can do, you can be, yeah, but Fat Joe's digging in the crates. <coughs> digging Barely. in the crates and Terror Squad. <laughs> Once Terror Squad got popular, Fat Joe was like, uh, you know. Yeah, I'll throw you guys a song. That's but not anyway. that's not even true because I, in two thousand and three he was still repping DITC and interviews. I'm sorry, Fat Joe. I really am sorry. I don't want no problems with Fat Joe. I'll talk all shit about and I want, but I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not stepping to Fat Joe. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, neither not, He's certified. I'm not yeah, I have nothing Friend of the show. Could you imagine if Fat Joe was on the show talking about art house movies? I would I would pay money to watch Tarkovsky films with Fat Joe. And see I'm what never going to do a bad impression. That's just amazing to think to say. about. Yeah. Yeah. The colors. They're crazy. Yo, son, son. Son. Yeah. He, he does get excited about a lot, which is great. I like when people get excited about simple things. <laughs> are artistic, you know? Some dudes are artistic. Yeah. Were he, were he, were he on the, that Vlad interview where... Yeah. Where he was just like, people are gay. Yeah. Or or tell or or explaining how Al Sharpton told him that he was that N word. Yeah, yeah. And I I don't know if that's I believe it. I definitely believe that. I a thousand percent believe that. Remember on the first Handsome Boy Modeling School record when um, Graham Puba said Sharpton like Al. Yeah, and I was like, I, that, I don't. That's that was that was a reach. <laughs> Just an old fashioned love song. That's a good album. They're back. They're coming back. They're, they 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 made up. And oh, they're, they're good. It, yeah. Oh, okay. Because you know, ma it they're making a new record. It made me sad that they weren't friends. Yeah, because there's a time capsule thing about Handsome Boy. Like, there's just certain art because it's all about the compilation and the collaborative thing. And it did always bug me that MF Doom was never, like, uh, and he might not even be on this new one, but there's just certain artists that I'm always like, oh, they should be Oh, right, Handsome MF Boy Doom Modern wasn't on Handsome Boy Modern no, School. He was, like, kind of the perfect, He know. was on, he was on Prince Paul's main, fake mainstream record. Yeah. Where he redid his own beat. Right. With, with, um, words, punching words, mm -hmm. make, doing raps about Name dropping rappers. Mm -hmm. That's how rumors get started. That's a line from that. Right. You see what you do, Doug? You see what you're doing to us, Doug? This whole episode is basically about rap. I feel like Doug, if he doesn't know about, would like MF Doom. Yeah, I mean, if you're into nerdy stuff, then you would like you would like that. Do you like Do you like the Modern Lovers? I bet you do. Jonathan Richmond. 
I have to I, visit sometime. I, I, not that he needs to I know, visit. I know, I know Carly, who's, who's my favorite Shebra, besides Sasuke, of course, mm-hmm. likes Jonathan Richmond. And I don't, I don't like people because they like, pe- like people, but I do like <laughs> that you like Jonathan Richmond. It's just mm-hmm. true. It's just true. Have you ever smoked PCP? Nope. Um, oh, you saw Marlena the Murderer. Yeah, and I in, like... Uh, in, in four acts, which is a film I told you to peep a few weeks ago. Yeah, is it that for just a recap? Is a Indonesian psychedelic western rape revenge film. Yeah, which I was gonna say. That's just like a good description, and um, it's definitely at this point, it's at the very top of my honorable mention, like along with Game Night. Um, so it's not in the top ten. I don't have it. No, I, I don't even do a top ten. At, you do at, a top ten. For, you do a top ten for the podcast. If you will, I don't. I didn't do it. I didn't have ten. We did a top ten last year. And huh? We did a top ten. No, last I year. said at this point. It's midway into the. It's midway into. I said now, like now. I don't. Oh, I don't, do that. I don't understand. Five, 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 five or six. But uh, we'll see because you know once once fall comes, once Toronto and once New York Film Festival and other random screeners that we may get, you know, change stuff. But there's right. some. Hard, I mean, you know, Zom is not coming out. I, I I'm comfortable enough to say Zom is not going to leave my top anything yeah um, but it but it can be hard because we we sort of toe the line because we saw let the sunshine in last year yeah and you saw zama last year yeah but zama and let the sunshine in will be on this year's list yeah i didn't include them on my 2017 yes i didn't either yeah, yeah. i mean i could just tell you all the movies do you want to hear a list of all the films i've seen this year no that came out in 2018 no why not? Your favorites, sure. No, I don't want you to list 30, 40 movies. No. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't I don't know what my favorite movies are yet. Mm. I would say that Zama, Claire's Camera, Marlena the Murderer, Summer 1993, Before We Vanish, mm-hmm. First Reform, Personal Problems, The Endless... Let the sunshine in, and you were never really here. Are Damn. are floating around that's, in my top um, ten? That's scarily uh, close to mine. That's funny. Uh, well, it's okay. I would say we should be friends, but I feel like after this fight we had on on air, yeah, I don't like you we're, anymore. We're never talking again. Yeah, I got. Um, in fact, we have to talk after because that makes me sad. I don't want us to fight. Okay. Um, I got Jeanette, the childhood of Joan of Arc. This is in no order. But I didn't um, really. You like that let me, let me that much? To my list. Hold on, Jeanette. Yeah, clearly, if I say Jeanette, the childhood of Joan of Arc, the taste of cement, which it's like, it's one of those movies. But, no one's gonna but see. does that count if it never comes out? It did come out in the theater. It's just. Where can I watch it? It's gonna be on. It's gonna be streaming. Oh. Uh, Jeanette, childhood of Joan of Arc, taste of cement. You were never really here. Low life, Zama. First Reformed, uh, Personal Problems, and I guess, Mar- yeah, Marlena, um, it, it, it's there, but like, again, float, float, like, Personal Problems, First Reformed, and Marlena are floating around the top-ish, and then, you know, there's other, you know, yeah, there's Ga- other stuff. Game Night, Ant-Man, and Sorry to Bother You will probably permeate that list, I just haven't wow. had, I haven't had enough time to, to think about them yet. Mm-hmm. Well, just because I, I want a, I want a popcorn flick. Yeah. on the list and it's not for lack of trying if you would have allowed me to read the list of all the films i've seen this That's too year many. <laughs> although i can't wait to put out the thing i love doing my end of the year list because uh not they were bad but you death death to stalin folks was fine but let's just say i'm stalling to see that movie and that's the second time yeah. i made that joke on this podcast <laughs> I mean, really and i don't even give a fool so yeah. so tell me about marlena the murderer <laughs> in five acts which i thought was excellent yeah it's very excellent put out by the same studio as uh jeanette uh childhood of joan of arc thanks for all the screeners you guys it's, it's pretty awesome um oh can we get yeah. some more movies to watch yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna request some uh tonight actually because I watched Marlene not, not too long ago. I, I don't try to um, overdo it with the screeners at once. I just want, like, one or two at a time. So I got to... Yeah. Because there's a couple out now. I was checking. Uh, I, I was checking. Um, but, yeah, Marlena. Uh, told in four. I also like how that's broken down. Um, it was super awesome that it was in four parts. Yeah. Like, I was going to say, 
LVT style, but he's not the first to break a movie. I don't know why I said that. But um, Or it's, you could just say that it's a better Kill Bill. Yes, it is absolutely a better Kill Bill. And and it's interesting, too, because, you know, it has, um, like you say, the acid, the acid Western. We got we got a. Yeah, it's uh, it's a very. Um, like the it's it's such a modern Western vibe. Like throughout the movie, I kept expe- expecting to hear like a Marconi score or something like that. You know what I'm saying? But without the like traditional cowboys and whatnot. And then like um, there's this great scene. Where, Haruki uh, Murakami. Uh huh. Marconi. Ennio Morricone. Yeah. Ennio Macaroni. Yeah. There's a great like. There's just brutal scenes, just like machete killings and like spoilers. Hey, it's called a murderer. Right, so you know that there's you 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 there's a murder. Yeah, there's like just pregnant women in danger. It, it's a very so it's a, fucking good. Of course it is. It's dirty and it's grimy. I I don't do traditional uh, unless the spirit truly hits me like write ups on Pinlet Empire anymore. But I, I I'd be I'd be interested in delving into like a two three thousand word thing on that for for the site. You know, in the future when I have some time to sit down and really hash out some thoughts, but. Yeah, if Must I see. it's if still I, playing in some theaters around the country. By the way, you have to—I mean, you have to search for it. But if I wasn't preparing to go to grad school, mm-hmm. I would tell you that I would like to do a guest write-up on that movie for your. I don't want to call that. I would appreciate that. I don't want to call people out. There's a couple of folks who I don't want to say owe me stuff for 2018. But do I owe you something? No, there's just other people I'm saying I don't. Saying. I don't want to offer. That's because, what I'm saying. No, because I know. you just reminded me that there were people. Who, but it's fine. I'm I. Good. I'm not going to name names, mm-hmm. but I read I read a review about the film that mm-hmm. really pissed me off for two Ooh. reasons. Okay, go ahead. Go because on. it gave away almost all of the plot. Oh, one of those reviews. And it also said this dumbass thing Uh-oh. that said, "Oh, well, this film is clearly made to pander to art house cinemas and and American aesthetics." And I just thought. I was like, "How That's do you? How do you know? Me. How do you know the assumption of this director? And who are you to assume the the film? Who? No one in like people in America don't even be liking movies like that." That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like the typical American audience that that person is talking about would never even go to the theater that would play Marlena. So it's like, what are you talking about? What I loved about it, amongst other things, was the cinematography, mm-hmm. because. When you have this beautiful palette of Indonesia, mm-hmm. and you take real advantage of it, there's really Browns and tans, yeah, yeah, wide shots. There's mm-hmm. this beautiful scene. No, it's a where western. So it's a western, and it's definitely a psychedelic western. I don't, I don't know if the director has seen any Hodorowski films. Oh, the, that I didn't even think about that. It's super El Topo. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. super Holy of course, Mountain. Of course, of course. The colors are just beautiful, and I just love to take advantage of. This beautiful light in this beautiful city that you're in, or well, country, and there's great scene with where she has chicken satay from this young woman who could be the, her celestial daughter or mm-hmm. something. Because the main character, there's so much pain and sorrow, but also love and compassion, and almost the banter is not that different from uh, Lanthimos or whatever. Yorgos Lanthimos. Yeah. Who's, uh, the trailer for his new movie came out today, by the way, and I can't wait. It's a period piece. Is it, when's it coming out? Oh, I don't remember. Is it coming um, out this year? I hope so, because that means I'll see it at TIFF, maybe. But, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, I don't, you know me, I'm just yeah. gonna, I don't really want to watch trailers, I just want to watch movies. I liked how the music was, the music was more Coney-esque, but esque, but with really loud cowbells. Mm-hmm. So I recently saw this movie last week at the actually at the recommendation of our buddy Bradley Cornish, mm-hmm. for whom we recorded a podcast with a couple weeks ago. I'm yeah. sure that'll come out at some point. Yeah, and he was telling me to check out this film called The Ritual, mm-hmm. which was this horror movie that that Netflix put out yeah. in England, and it it frustrated me because there are these there are these scenes where they're in the forest mm-hmm. in supposedly Sweden. Whether it was shot in Sweden right. or not, I don't know. But the grading or the cinematography or whatever, it was never, there weren't that many beautiful shots. And it really frustrated me. Because some of my favorite parts of um, Valhalla Rising 
is the geography, yeah. or even that show Vikings. You ever watch that show? Uh, I, no, but I know of it. I, mean, I, I watched a few episodes with my dad. He liked that show. I mean, I know it. My dad would have liked that show too. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, our dads. Rest in peace. Yeah. I I, I will say one thing because I love talking, that I love that show, and one of the reasons I love that show is the is is the sh- shots of geography you were saying. Sorry. I actually did. Yeah, I watched the ritual too. I I, uh, I forgot. So we're on the same page with that too. You saw the I, ritual? Yeah, I did. Because what, what I want to say is the biggest thing about that movie to me is I don't know what it is. When I was in college, I wanted Dreamcatcher to be good, and it was not. And this to me, it was kind of just like what I wanted Dreamcatcher to be when it was in when I was like. Are you talking 21. about Code Breakers? No. Because I like the movie Codebreakers no. as evidence in our John Woo episode the other day. I'm talking about Donnie Wahlberg. I'm oh. done it with the shit monsters. I like the Donnie Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg jokes that were made in Game Night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was funny. Yeah. The movie was funny. That's what I yeah. liked about it. I, yeah. I think it was R-rated. If not, it was, I, it I, was. I, I just, yeah. just make R-rated comedies, yeah. man. Sometimes when I again, this is me in my trailers. I have, I had, I just there's sometimes where it's like swish. When I saw that in the theater, the trailer to Game Night, I was like, this is going to be good. It, 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 it really is. As I'm not saying that I won't watch trailers. Like, of course, you go to the. I movies, go to the movies. No choice. I go. I, I, I say I make a point to watch trailers, though. I go to the movies at least once a week right now. Mm-hmm. I wish I could do that. Yeah. It, it's more out of, it's more to keep myself busy. I mm-hmm. I just started working again, but mm-hmm. before that I was just working and preparing for ga- grad school. Mm-hmm. So um so I was I've just been trying to stay busy, so I'll try to see a movie as much as I can. I want to make up for all the people that pay for Movie Pass that don't use their card. Mm. Movie Pass, give us some money, man. Right. Or just give Marcus a Movie Pass. That'd be cool. Or some money. I'd, Some I'll money would be money. tight. My problem, my problem with the ritual, was that I never got scared, and I was just kind of like, spoilers. Why is that evil hand monster an asshole? That hand monster? Yeah, it had weird hands for antlers. No, those are like, if you look at that, it was like it was like people. It was like two people bent a certain way. But the hand, oh, like the it did look like antlers when you look close. It's like two people on each side bent a certain way, and their limbs are like the fingers. Or I guess, so I guess what you mean by hand monster. Okay, the monster, the, the yeah. monster had like hand antlers and antlers. Yeah, but those antlers were like people. You have to go back. I was because I, I was very fascinated by the design of it. There, there's some cool YouTube breakdown videos. I really didn't like. Like I just, it just seemed like. Yeah, I mean it's fine. I just it just seemed like the monster was an asshole for no reason. Most monsters are sure, but but it just seemed, it seemed sadistic, malicious, mm-hmm. and also, also it was fresh off the heels after seeing the endless, which mm-hmm. you have to see. Mm-hmm. Bless you. Which I think you're gonna like a lot. Which is you know, asshole cosmic horror done right. Mm. I'm not because obviously if you're just fucking with people, you're a dick. The bad guy, I gotta see. Bless you. Thank you. So the Endless also had these great scenes that were filmed in deserts. It's just if you're going to film this beautiful shit, why not make use of it? Mm-hmm. That's the isn't that Understood. one of the reasons that one of the things that separate quote unquote artistic film from from cine, from pop cinema is that everything is taken into account. Shot, mm. shots, shot style, how things are shot, music. No? no, no. There's plenty of art. I mean, there's plenty of art films where cinematography is not even secondary, or like. So give me an example. Well, the Danish director is uh, the boss of it all. That's a total art film, and he set up like robotic cameras to just move at random times and shoot. Oh, stuff. I think that's very artistic. No, that's art. But what I'm but that is artistic. But the shots are literally completely just cold, stale, static. And then in the middle of a scene, it'll go that way. Like that's yeah. I think like, that, I think know. I I disagree that that's still deliberate, even if it's not on purpose. Okay, let's go to our friend John Cassavetes. Would you say there are he's no his movies are known for his beautiful shots? In my opinion, yes. Like what? 
dead air. I'm just saying. Killing like, of a Chinese bookie? Well, I'm just saying. Some could argue. And forget just killing of a Chinese bookie. I love John Cassavetes, but, but a, a common, even from the archive, even from people who loved him, like, like myself, that his cinematography was totally secondary. And he would actually, if you read enough about him, he would say to them, so he cared about the performance more than anything. The camera would just like, whoops, like the can't like the camera guy would lose control literally with like oh i lost the, the still that, that's that's an interesting thing that's way more interesting than just cameras that are there that's still artistic i guess but then you can argue that it's not and then we'll be here literally forever i don't want to be here literally forever because i've said i've made my point <laughs> what's that i think i was mumbling up loud nothing no, 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 no. it's about personal stuff i you know I've made my statement that I think that it is is artistic and I don't need to argue it any more than I already have. Also my my uh I think I need an antihistamine because my my nose is starting to go to places. We're not far from Long Island. Let's go to Keith Murray's house, see if he has any. Most beautiful thing in the world. Hopefully he doesn't crack our foreheads with logs. <laughs> talked about it on the phone, but how you really feel about it, I don't